Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that chasing health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Chasing Health Podcast. I am really excited for today's guest. I have Mike Dewar with me today. Him and I met back. Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I think you were on my coach's uh, podcast, uh, Josh Josh's podcast, a while back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was back in uh, 20, uh, 2019 or t- yeah. early twenty twenty. Um, yeah, that was back when I first connected with you and first found out who you were and been following you since. And love your content, great guy, um, and super super glad to have you on the show today. Yeah, man, really glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Before we dive in here, let us know, let my listeners know a little more about you. What's your background? Um, so currently, you know, working as an online coach, um, you know, background comes from, you know, just being an athlete. And then, you know, once you leave high school and college, um, you know, that's when people tend to just uh, pretend they're still an athlete and eat <laughs> like an athlete. Um, and so for me, you know, I realized how important it was to um, you know, stay athletic, stay lean. Um, and it was hard to do that because come playing from sports and not having that structure of like, go to practice, um, you know, playing games to now it's just like, okay, got to work, make a living. And it's hard to harmonize all that. And what I realized was just like, Hey, I can move into, you know, the weightlifting and, you know, the bodybuilding type workouts and, you know, try to sculpt and transform my body. And then I just realized, how difficult it is to, uh, create sustainability with that kind of lifestyle and, uh, not be able to enjoy like cake and cookies with your family because like you're a pretend wannabe bodybuilder. <laughs> so <laughs> just like no more of that, you know, I just want to be healthy. Cause I realize you know, age is going to catch up to us. Right. And we want to age like fine wine. Um, I'm sitting at 32 and I don't want to feel like I'm 32, you know? Um, and I want to just, be in the most control of my health and fitness so that I can not have to worry about other things getting me right. Cause it's kind of, unfortunately, right. The name of the game, right. There's, there, there could be an expiration date who knows, but like, how can we make sure that the quality uh, of what we have left in front of us is to the best of our ability. So we can think clearly we're able to perform. And that's one thing I think people don't realize it's just like, yeah, exercise is great to transform your body, to be healthy, but what else does that do? You know, allows me to sleep better because I have better sleep. I have better energy. I can better take care of my clients. I can create a new idea to how to make this better and more simple. And I say that a lot to my clients and they're, and they're like, realize like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize this affects my work. I don't realize this affects my confidence and how I perform in jobs. So it's, it's, it's so much bigger than just the workouts and the nutrition. It's, it's beyond that. And I think that's my favorite thing about being a coach is, when people realize like, wow, like their perspective, their mindset has shifted into like, this is much more than that. That's when, you know, all my hard work being a coach is, uh, you know, comes to fruition and, and you feel good about it. Yeah. I love that. Um, something you said that kind of stuck out to me and I think it makes a good point is, you know, like when you were saying, like when you're a wannabe bodybuilder kind of during that process, like, and it's like, I feel like if you have a big goal like that, it's like something you need to like fully commit on. And if you're not willing to like fully commit to something like that, then it's better to not kind of go down that route. Wouldn't you agree? 
Oh, 100%. And what I tell people, right, is, you know, sometimes people want to join, um, you know, a boutique gym or a certain program. And then they get frustrated because their body or their, their goal isn't there. And the reality is, is, you know, when you take on something else, like something else will probably have to be sacrificed. And I think in the society we live in, man, like people just want to throw more on their plate. Like how much can I handle before I have a panic attack, you know, on the side of the road and have to call, you know, an ambulance, you know, I feel like I've been there occasionally. And, you know, it's just, you just have to ask yourself, like, is it sustainable? Is what I'm doing allowing me to get me to where I want to go? And I realize, you know, doing that bodybuilding type style, like it was fun. Like, obviously I was able to build you know, muscle, but like, it's just like, okay, I got to work out five, six days a week. Is that what I ultimately want to do? Do I want to spend 90 minutes in the gym? Um, do I want to be, uh, you know, going to a cookout, my family and have to like my meals, uh, already set up? Like, is this what I really ultimately want? And mm -hmm. it just deep down, it just didn't, it wasn't gratifying, you know, just like, I want to be healthy, but I don't necessarily need to do this. And I can still be healthy and still have a, you know, a healthy body, you know, appearance wise, um, and, and enjoy those things. So I kind of just let the guard down, kind of got out of it. Cause to me personally, it's just, it's, it's a very rigid environment. And sometimes it can kind of be toxic because you're, you're kind of on like a lonely Island, uh, mm -hmm. in that, in that realm, because it's kind of just you in control of it. Um, of course, yeah, you can find other people in, in the community to help support you. But, um, in regarding your mentality, like you had stated, um, there's just so much, uh, more than goes in to, to just the workouts, right? Your sleep has to be on point. Um, you know, the workouts have to be dialed in. You have to be progressing all the time. You have to be eating all the time. So it's just, yeah, it just comes down to it at the end of the day. Like, okay, if you want a specific result, you have to be willing to put in that specific amount of work. So what I want to kind of reiterate here to people listening is like, be more compassionate with yourself. You know, if you're trying to be an Olympic athlete, like you got to put in the Olympic athlete hours yes. and you don't necessarily have to put in hours a week into your health in order to be healthy. You know, I think that's one thing that we kind of demonize is think we have to like, if it's not hard, it's probably not going to work. And it's the exact opposite. We need to make it easy. So then it sticks because how many people, right. If I ask this question to your listeners, like, you know, what do you think is more difficult? losing the weight or maintaining the result, right? And the answer for anyone who doesn't know, right? It's trying to maintain what you've already built because anyone can lose 10, 15 pounds. But yep. if you did it by not eating all day and just going for runs, <laughs> you know, it's, you burn in the candle at both ends, right? Yep. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that hundred percent. And I, and I feel like how does that help you resonate with like when a client comes to you and they're maybe they come to you and they say, Mike, I want to lose 10 pounds, you know, or like, you know, they, maybe it's like, I want to lose 50 pounds. Like, you know, they have bigger goals, maybe like, and they don't really know all their goals. They're just like very vague with their goals. Like, what do you say that you need to be, have a little, a little more crystal clear goal in mind when you're first starting this weight loss journey? Oh, um, you know, I, I play like the, the five Y game, you know, if they say healthy, well, why? And then they're like, well, you know, I, I've been trying to lose this weight for 15 years. And I'd be like, you know, that's amazing. Like, you know, I can see how that can be frustrating, but, but why 15 pounds? And they're like, well, you know, when I wore a size four, that's when I was feeling my most confident, most sexy. And I'm like, 
okay, great. Like, what about being sexy? And then it's like, you know, so my significant other, you know, looks at me a different way, or I'm more just comfortable in my skin. And then it just keeps trickling effect. And then, yeah, you tie emotion to that goal. And you're just like, it's so much deeper than what it appears. It's kind of like that iceberg, right? We only see the tip and that iceberg is massive. So it's, we have to get some emotion to this because if, if it's too vague, it's just going to go away, right? No different than, you know, we're at the end of January. How many of these resolutions stick because, you know, there's no plan and there's probably no emotion to it. You know, you have to tie emotion to it. It has to be emotional. If it's not, you're going to have more days when you don't want to do it. And you need to remind yourself like, this is, you know, if this happens, then I need to do this. You know, it's that if then. Um, and something powerful to share to your listeners that I just picked up was to start asking yourself future-minded questions, right? Like in this moment, right? We're all instantly gratified monsters. You know, we just, you know, we want it now. We want it now. No one cares about saving for a 401k. No one cares about when they're 80 years old because no one's thinking about that when they're 30. You know, it's just the reality of it. And to be honest, all these different things and regarding finances, it's like 40, 50 years old. No, no one's used to saving. Um, and then no one's really used to creating sustainability in, in, in their health and fitness, because unfortunately, like there's a lot of capitalistic things involved. There's a lot of bureaucraticness in fitness. And, uh, you know, a lot of these companies are out to unfortunately make profit. So, you know, asking yourself that future minded question, when you want to maybe not go for the walk or not do your exercise or skip the, you know, the perfect, beautiful, healthy meal and just go to Chick-fil-A, like <laughs> ask yourself in that moment, right? Like, is this going to help me get me closer to my goal tomorrow, next week, next month, or even next year? And when you ask yourself, you're not demonizing yourself. You're not being ruthless to yourself. You're just asking yourself like, Hey, like, is this going to help me or hurt me? And like, not to say you can't have the Chick-fil-A, but like, is this going to help you create sustainability towards that, you know, longer term goal? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's the journey we need to fall in love with and not necessarily, you know, the peak of the mountain. Um, because if we get to the top and we're not able to stay where we're at, then what is it all really worth? You know? Exactly. Yeah. And just like you were saying, like, you know, do like the Chick-fil-A example. It's like, I like to tell people like, are you, are you just having it just because, or do you actually want Chick-fil-A? Like, are you just wanting to be just because it's something quick and easy and convenient? Like what else could you make at home that's super quick and convenient? I mean, there's plenty of options out there that you could have that are more healthier options. But if you actually want the Chick-fil-A, then have the Chick-fil-A, I think. You know, I think there's important in both of those. 100%. And another thing I try to help with my clients is like, one of my clients, she's a nurse practitioner. And I'm like, hey, you know, at your job, when something goes like horribly wrong, there's an emergency plan, right? You call the next doctor in the next room, like, hey, we got to help this patient. So think of yourself as that patient, have some procedures. If you're working a 12, 14 hour day, I respect that. And I think this is your background as well. You could probably relate yeah. to this. It's like, have that emergency procedure for yourself. So I said, hey, write down a couple different things, frozen item wise. I'm like, get a, you know, a, a frozen bag of Tyson chicken or Purdue chicken, whatever mm -hmm. one you like. Get a couple bags of some frozen veggies, you know, uh, frozen starches, whether it's, you know, roasted veg, uh, potatoes or uh, roasted cauliflower and have those ready. So at least, you know, going home, if you're tired and you want the Chick-fil-A, like, you know what, it's only going to take me a couple minutes, you know, get the pan going, saute the, the grilled chick, uh, you know, the frozen chicken, 
throw the veggies in the microwave for 60, 90 seconds. And there you go. You got a complete meal, keep you on track. And then you can enjoy the whatever treat, you know, cookie piece of cake and, and know that you did, you know, um, the, the best thing for yourself and having that quality meal. So you can enjoy that reward. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so. It's funny you mentioned that I, I have something very similar. Like I, you know, I have my, I'm usually pretty good. Like when, when I say meal prep, and this is something I actually talk a lot about with my clients is because a lot of times when people think meal prep, they think, you know, all the containers on the counter, like, you know, like 20 different containers making, you know, five, six hours at a time on Sunday, <laughs> making your meal prep for the week. And I'm like, I've, I think I've done that maybe once when I first started trying to lose weight. Like that is not my type of meal prep. When I say meal prep, it's like, I, I jokingly call it the protein box. And what I mean by that is, is like, I will make up like two or three pieces of protein you know, once or twice a week. And like, then I put it all in a really nice sealed container in the fridge. I have that. Then I have like my frozen vegetables that I use. And then maybe I have like a baked sweet potato or a baked potato or some sort like, and then I just kind of throw dinner together pretty quickly and easily. Um, but even though that's easy, sometimes I don't even want to make that. And so I will have a backup. Like you said, have that emergency plan. I have a couple, you know, like there's like this like frozen, like protein, like quinoa, bean, vegetable, protein blends. Has like yeah, chicken in it. Yeah. Like, like, they're like, they're like, I forget what brand it is, but they're like pre-made, like four or 500 calories, something like that. It's a dinner. I have two of those in my freezer. I haven't touched them for like a month and a half since I bought them, but they're there just in case. Like you said, it's, it's that last minute, like it can really help in that heat of the moment decision when you're trying to really decide, do I really want quick and convenient or yeah. do I really want Chick-fil-A? You know, like it, making that quick decision of, you know, what do you want more and like, what's going to help me in long-term? Um, yeah, and then definitely. I, I agree hundred percent. And another thing I tell people, I'm like, Hey, you know, would you bring your car into the shop if it was, you know, perfectly fine? You know, <laughs> uh, you, you would, you would bring your car in when, when something's going wrong, you know? Yes, exactly. So I like to have, you know, my emergency you know, like you said, have an emergency plan of like being able to just to kind of pick back up, you know, like, you know, no matter what, no matter what's going on throughout your day to day, because we can't control a lot of things throughout our day, but we can control a lot more than we think we can. And I think that's what a lot of people get caught up in is people get, they, they get bogged down with all the things they can't control. And it's like, all right, let's, let's take the focus off of all of that. Stop stressing about those things. And what can you can control in your life? I think that's something I really focus on with a lot of my clients is controlling what you can control. Is that something you see a lot as well? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think in any phase of, of life, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, starting your own business or, you know, uh, getting in a relationship and that person has kids, you know, whatever it is. And obviously we're talking about health and fitness. It can become overwhelming because I think for a lot of people, um, you know, it's been years to try to figure it out because a lot of things that are kind of, given to us have a lot of rules and a lot of restrictions. Um, mm -hmm. So people think that there has to be uh, rigidness to it. You know, it has to be so structured and so organized. Um, but, you know, no one can say that our, our life is, is structured and organized as, as probably like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos schedule is, you know, they're probably to it to a T, you know, um, yeah. whereas we're just, you know, trying to live like, you know, normal everyday lives. And, and things are going to get in the way of that. So, like I said before, if we're always waiting for things to be perfect or for things to like, you know, oh, you know, work's been busy or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this class right now. I don't have time to commit. Like, 
you know, when is really ultimately going to be a good time? And, and I respect that. I understand maybe people got some things going on, maybe a sick loved one, maybe someone got over a divorce. I can get that. But I, I think about that the other way, like what not a perfect time when the reality, like you lost someone you care about, right. To take care of yourself, to make sure that, you know, you don't put yourself in that situation or your loved ones in that situation because you deserve your best, you know, because you leave a, a relationship or that person, you know, it just didn't work out. Why sit and mope about it? Yeah. Have a week, cry on the couch, eat ice cream. That's fine. I understand that. But like, Hey, let's get back to it. You know, you deserve your best, you know? So then maybe you can a- attract the things that you want um, in a partner. Um, and again, it's just being compassionate with yourself, but then realizing like, Hey, like there's no better time uh, to do something when there's uh, a crisis situation. Think about this in, in COVID. I mean, for me as a coach, like I worked at a gym and gym shut down. I was in Australia actually, and I couldn't get unemployment because I lived in another country. Like, like that was scary as heck, you know? And I realized for myself, like, hey, I got to get uncomfortable and find something that allow me to create sustainability because I love this job and I don't want it to feel um, like I need, I need to leave it. So, um, yeah, I think our most growth that we do as people is when, you know, our backs are against the wall. That's when we thrive. I think it's when we do the most growth, you know, no one's sitting there and like, oh yeah, remember that time I was, I was successful. It just makes it that much sweeter when you reminisce and like laugh, like, Hey, remember when I made that mistake? Remember I was down out. <laughs> um, and, and it's, and it's good to reflect and look back to see how far you've come. Because I think for a lot of your listeners, right, you, you, you guys have done good. You've made it this far. Like, don't, don't, mm-hmm. don't sell yourself short. Don't throw in the white towel. Like, you've made it this far for a reason. And there's nothing wrong with trying to develop and be better. But if you try to do it with, you know, if you look at like a stove and say I had, you know, 18 burners, trying to cook 18 different things, food's going to taste like shit, you know? Um, <laughs> and let's be honest, the results you're trying to get, they're not going to be good. And sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do in order to get it. You know, if everyone went into the gym and did their favorite exercises, you know, I love, I know a good shoulder workout, a good arm workout, but that ain't going to get me to where I ultimately want to go in my body. I got to do this, you know, the static lunges, you know, the, uh, the Bulgarian split squats, you know, the deadlift, um, you know, sometimes I call them like the vegetable exercises, right? We, I know no one likes eating vegetables and no one likes flossing their teeth. But no one wants to go to the doctor or the dentist and be like, hey, we're going to have to extract that teeth or we're going to have to put you on medicine. No one wants to do that. So we have to ask ourselves those future minded questions. Like, if I keep this up, like, am I going to go to the dentist and have to extract the teeth? Am I going to have to go to the doctor and they're going to tell me like, hey, we're going to have to put you on some some blood thinners, you know, like no one wants that. So um, I think, again, right, I go back to saying, hey, we have to be compassionate but there also has to be some sorts of urgency, man. Like there is no better time to change the trajectory of your life than what's going on right now, because things are at a standstill and obviously things are getting better, but let's come out at the other side, the way we want it to be. You know, if you want to go back to normal, the reality is, is, is normal is not the answer. We want to, we should all want to create um, the vision we have for ourselves in, in satisfaction in happiness in fulfillment. And, uh, you know, health and fitness is such a crucial part of that and component. And, um, yeah, that's. <laughs> no, and I think, I think you're right. You know, even when you said like, you know, people want to go back to normal, but normal is that comfort zone. 
and a lot of people get stuck in that comfort zone and it's, and it's scary. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's very scary to get outside of the comfort zone and really start doing things that you maybe don't want to do, but like, you have to look at what's going to move that needle forward every day. Like what's, I, I like to shift it to like, instead of like also looking at like the entire year, like, you know, you know, we're recording this at the end of January and it's like a lot of people will probably, you know, like you mentioned earlier, have the new year's resolutions they're working on and like, maybe they're struggling with them. Maybe they're going well, whatever the case may be, but it's like, instead of looking at like, you know, what do I have to worry about to get done by the end of this year? Like, what can I do today? Like what, I always say, what can you do to win today? Like, what is the one thing or two things that you can do to be successful? And I think if you start shifting that focus and breaking it down into smaller increments and just habits and those smaller pieces of information, it makes it a little bit easier to digest than looking at like, you know, I look back to like when I first started losing weight, if I would have said I wouldn't lose 150 pounds in one year, I would have thought I was crazy and probably would have given up a lot sooner. But like, you know, just small habits, take it day by day. I mean, what do you think about, you know, that kind of shifting that focus into more short term instead of always thinking long term? Oh, yeah. Because again, I think things will shift as you get the results, right? And, and you, you can attest it in your own journey, but even for like myself, like, hey, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting stronger. I'm putting on muscle. Like, what's next? And mm-hmm. like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's a, a point in time where we have to be um, content uh, with what we're doing. And I think the only way to create sustainability is to focus on chopping it up. You know, hey, instead of January trying to rectify everything, your exercise, your, your, your mobility, your, your nutrition, this month, if, if you made sure you got your water in every day, you know, you drink your 64, 70, whatever, how many ounces it is compared to your body weight relative to that, you know, that's, that's a huge win. You should chop that up as a win. Um, and not have, think it has to be big, uh, such as 15, 20 pounds. Um, cause the reality it's, that's just not sustainable. So, um, yeah, I think it's so important that we concentrate on making sure that these, um, better habits stay around because unfortunately for these listeners out there, and I don't say this to, uh, be negative, but those bad habits can easily come back in if we don't make the environmental changes to make sure what we've built in stay and last and we have to find a way to make it easy and if we're doing you know four five six different things i think we all know where it leads to you know yeah you say environmental changes for our listeners what do you mean by that what what do you mean by like how can our environment really impact what changes we're making like if we're doing the changes why is our environment so important well i mean the environment is crucial you know um you know in, in easy thing to do is to, uh, you know, set your, um, uh, equipment out the night before. So if you're someone who has to work out early in the morning, making that environmental change to have your clothes laid out, have your shoes. And it sounds corny and it sounds too easy. Right. But that's what we need to do. Right. <laughs> and you may think like, Oh, coach Mike, I hope, I hope this guy was coming on the show to give me some crazy new innovation. Like I don't got it anything that you can't find on the internet. The only thing I can give you is, you know, evidence-based, you know, data-driven things that are showing to be, you know, sustainable. And when it comes to our environment, like, yes, we have to maybe put the bowl uh, for our oatmeal out in the spoon, you know, make the steps um, a little bit less. One step less can help you not feel as overwhelmed. Um, I hope that creates some clarity. I think it's just, that's what I mean by the environmental change. Because I think for a lot of us, we may be environments that doesn't allow us 
to be as successful as we can. But we can't wait for it to be perfect because it goes back to that saying, like, why would you bring your car into the shop if the car is perfect? We, things are broken and that's okay. We can fix them, we can repair, um, but it's just gonna take time. You can't just bring your car in one shot and they usually can't fix it all in one shot. Sometimes it's like, hey, go drive it. Okay, we'll check the next thing. Okay, boom, it's the catalytic converter. We gotta change that. Oh, oh it's the muffler. That's what we have to do. We have to be, be okay to test and retest these things. Um, because if we get it right the first time, it, it, you're either lucky or it's, it's probably not going to be sustainable. Um, so don't be afraid to make the mistake because th that's, that's how we all grow, right? I mean, it's just, yes. so. Yeah, no, I agree. And then another environmental change I always think about is like, like who you're surrounding yourself with, I think is a super important one as well. And, you know, that was something I was actually just chatting with, um, someone who just recently followed me on Instagram the other day about, you know, they said that like they're, they're in college and, you know, they're trying to lose weight and their family's trying to lose weight as well, but they're doing it kind of the more drastic way, like the fad diets and like maybe, maybe not the best alternatives that they should, you know, things that kind of the opposite of what we preach. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that she was trying to say, you know, how can I be successful when everyone around me is not supportive of the way I'm doing things? What kind of feedback would you provide in that situation? I mean, that's where you have to have like, like crucial conversations with those people. And the reality is, is if that person loves and cares about you, they should su support that journey. And if they don't, I mean, <laughs> that's out of my realm. I'm going to stay in, in the health and fitness lane. Um, but that's something that may need to be rectified. Um, yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, as your partner, significant other, like if they're not happy, um, you know, with themselves and they want to make change, you should be there to support it. And even if it doesn't align with your goals, it, it, it shouldn't matter. And, and no, no disrespect to our guy friends out there, our males, um, because us males, we have, we have more muscle mass, we have more testosterone, we can kind of get away with eating like an asshole, so to speak, a little bit, <laughs> yeah. a little bit more than women can, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just a law of just male and female hormones, yep. things of that nature. So sometimes I deal with the difficulty of where like someone wants to work with me, but like their husband thinks, well, well I work out and I don't have a problem. So, uh, you know, why is it an issue for you? And it's just like, mm -hmm. well, you know, uh, a male and female are, are two totally different things. And, um, your wife doesn't want to train the way you train, you know, and there's different styles. We can add up to the number 10, five plus five, six plus four. Now there's only probably a couple different ways to add up to it. Um, we have to sustain, you know, maintain for that sustainability. Um, but yeah, we have to be open that there's other ways to do this and that we're not the same and that our bodies do react a little bit differently, especially when it's male and female. So yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I know it's tough, but you're probably going to feel heaps better. Probably going to take a lot of anxiety away is just like have that crucial conversation with your partner. Like, Hey, I want to take on this journey. I, I want to be healthier for you and me. And I want to be confident and sexy. Like if these conversations aren't, aren't had with the people that you love and care about and are with you majority of the time, because us as coaches, we're only going to be with you for X amount of time. Like those are the yeah. people you really need to support you. And if they're not there to do it, yeah, it's going to make things a heck of a lot harder, even with someone like us there to help you because like that's someone you're with every day. So I say like find a place, you know, uh, find an area, whether you got it, like go do it at a coffee shop, like take them out of maybe their, their, where they feel comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. so you can be vulnerable together. Um, 
and just show them like how much you care about what you're trying to do. So I hope that helps. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, just prior to us hitting recording today, we were chatting a little bit about, you know, you'd asked me about, you know, it's kind of like what changes I, you know, have noticed or after I lost the weight that I did, like things that I've noticed, like that maybe I realize now after the fact that I kind of wish I would have realized beforehand. And I was chatting about how, like how simple this process is and all of that. And I want to kind of also put the question out there to you for people who may be like, things maybe you've noticed with some of your clients, what are some things that you've seen where people come into this with maybe different expectations than what they really got out of the coaching um, relationship? Does, does that question make sense? Like what, what was different or what do people have misinterpretations about with this process? Well, I think like me and you reiterated, right? Like how, how really easy the process is, um, but how we can overly complicate it because I think we're just designed in a society where everything needs to be hard, right? Um, you know, we look at success versus like money and that doesn't mean someone's more successful than the other or, you know, different sorts of certifications. That doesn't mean that coach is going to be better than the other coach. You know, it comes down to, um, you know, I think it's, it's the perspective in the mindset shift that people make from this because they realize like, hey, I can have variety in my workouts. I can do different things that are going to help me towards my weight loss. I don't need to be in the gym six, seven hours a week. Like I can do three strength training sessions for like 30 to 45 minutes. And then the rest is enjoying time with my family, bike rides, walk with my dog, walk with my significant other, you know, having conversations like this with some Bluetooth headphones and pace the house, easy way to spin some steps, you know, park your car far away. Um, because the reality guys is as much as like doing proper exercise is important. I think being physically active outweighs that benefit. And we want to try to harmonize that because it can honestly be redundant, believe it or not. You could do, if you're doing at workouts that then put you on the couch for the rest of the day, <laughs> it's, it's redundant. It really is. Yes. So if you think you need to smash and beat yourself up, like you're, you're going to probably be in the same place and be overwhelmed and then throw in the towel. So like find something that allows you to recover that you don't necessarily need to do that same workout the next day or the day after probably giving yourself 24 to 48 hours, because the reality is we need strength training because that's going to be your kind of long-term investment and cardio as much as that is important for many different things. It's kind of like your, your instant gratification. And what I always tell people, it's kind of like when you brush your teeth, believe it or not, like the stuff they put in like the toothpaste, like the suds, it just makes it feel like your, your teeth are clean, but it's the other chemicals that are doing it. So I so sometimes can understand why people think like doing runs or like hard hit workouts all the time, or like a workout where they're just on their back, you know, they can't breathe. I that because it feels so rewarding. And when you do strength training, sometimes you're like, eh, you know, that was difficult, but like, you know, ready to go again. Guess what? You're probably going to have to go heavier. You know, if, if you don't feel yeah. like you need 60, 90 seconds, maybe two minutes, maybe three minutes, depending on what, what style of training. But if you don't feel like you need that recovery in or after the workout, you feel like you can do it the next day, you know, it's probably an opportunity for you to increase. And why I'm talking about strength training is, is it's, it's going to be that more long-term investment. You may not get the investment in the session, but what your body has to do to recuperate, to repair, uh, you know, building lean muscle, um, and, and obviously the stress of the, the weight against your body, um, you are going to actually, 
um, get a bigger benefit than you would from uh, a run or even a hit session. So this is why you hear this a lot. And uh, maybe you have to hear it five, six, seven times before it sticks, and that's okay. But uh, strength training is going to be uh, the foundation and then everything else, the HIIT workouts, the steady state cardio, you can sprinkle that in throughout your week. Um, but I think the most difficulty thing here, you know, Chase, is just finding harmony with that, you know, and mm -hmm. it's not that people have to do things, um, you know, to a T. It's just like, how, how can we just be more physically active? We're just not yeah. active as a society anymore. And, you know, a lot of us are desk bound, you know, I'm home working from home now before I was a coach getting 25, 30,000 steps. So I'm just like, oh, snap, I can't get away with eating, you know, uh, Ben and Jerry's every night anymore, you know, <laughs> like I just yeah. can't, I'm just, <laughs> so, right. If we look at it at the end of the day, it's just like, Hey, do we need to move more or do we need to find more quality foods that keep us full, but aren't breaking the bank? calorically. Right. Um, and I think so much of us think to just like exercise, exercise, exercise that we're not spending the time to realize like, Hey, maybe this month I just concentrate on my nutrition and I know I'm going to stay active because I've been active for years and just see where that takes you. Um, you're probably going to be in a better place in 30 days. Um, yep. so stop wasting the energy. Like, Oh, I didn't get a workout. Like find ways to just be more active throughout your day, find better ways to find more quality foods um, to, to put in your diet that help keep you energized, um, but isn't breaking the bank calorically. And I think there's a lot of confusion behind that. I don't know if you want to touch on that or, or have uh, seen other people deal with that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we can, I mean, I, I think that a lot of people do, like you say, get stuck up in the, the workout piece. Like that's all that matters. And, you know, when it comes to weight loss and there's so much mm -hmm. more than that. And, and not even just that, I mean, like I, you know, I like to tell people like, if you can't work out, like just go for a walk. Like there's, I've done that many times. Like I know, like when I go on vacation, sometimes like I may not have a gym that I can go to and work out, but I'll just make sure I get in some extra steps every day. Like just like finding some way to move, increase your activity throughout the day. Like I think that's super important. And you like you like you said, and nothing I wanted to reinforce was like you don't have to change everything at once. Like you don't have to like do your nutrition and fitness all at once. I actually had someone um, I was talking to um, online a few weeks back that you know they were like, well. I, don't have all the right food in my house. And, you know, I can't really get my nutrition right where I want it to be at. So I might as well not start working out yet. And I'm like, well, wh why do you have to wait? And for some reason, like they thought that, you know, they both had to go hand in hand. And I'm like, yeah, eventually you're going to want to get your nutrition right. And, you know, with your workouts, but it's like, you have to start somewhere. You have to put at least one foot, well, you one foot has to go in front of the other first. Like you can't, you know, you're not hopping both at the same time. Like, like get started with one thing, get comfortable with that. And then we'll work on the nutrition piece. Yeah, Like it doesn't have to go at everything all at once in a complete 180. I think most of the time that's where people get stuck is they find themselves doing everything all at once. And it gets frustrating because, you know, you're putting all this effort and work in and maybe you're not seeing the, every result that you're wanting. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why even try? But it's like, just start building those habits, you know, make, you know, focus on one or the other first nutrition or exercise, mm -hmm. build habits within that stick to it for a week or two, add in another, add in another. And then maybe once you really get your exercise down, then throw in the nutrition. I think some people get caught up in that. So I, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, you, you want to find the, the harmony with it at the end of the day, but it's just, unfortunately it's just going to take a while and, and we can all relate to this, you know, for, for, you know, uh, someone like Chase, obviously I know his journey is a lot different than mine and, 
you know, for me, I was about 18 when I started to click. Um, but there's other areas of my life where I don't have it figured out and I kind of play the same game. So I can, it can be relatable. It's just a different realm. So for everyone out there, like, honestly, uh, when, when you, you think someone's got their, their shit together, they usually don't because I'd be lying. I'd be lying to you if I said I was perfect with my nutrition workouts at the time, you know, I shoot yeah. for trying to be around 80%, you know, and we always hear that like 80, 20 principle. I don't want to call it a rule because when we have rules, it becomes restrictive, right? We want to mm -hmm. find harmony where we can customize this to us with, you know, uh, you know, education in mind of what we need to do because unfortunately, yeah, I love to eat pop tarts all day. Um, but it's probably, <laughs> probably not going to be sustainable. Uh, shout out to the birthday cake lovers of, of pop tarts. One of my favorites. Um, <laughs> so man, I just think like, just be compassionate with yourself, people out there, because like life, life is a journey and you have to enjoy the things that you're doing. And, and ultimately if you're not, then it's going to be hard for it to stick. And when I say that, right, there is going to be moments where things are going to get hard. And I think majority of our days are just going to be clock in and clock out. Like, yeah, just punch the clock, go to work. Hey, how was today? You know, another day, you know, like that's okay. I think that is normal. Um, but I also think the way society and social media is, if we're having that clock in, clock, clock in, clock out day, there's other people that are probably having like an amazing day and they're crushing it. And you're like, Oh man, there goes so-and-so again. They're their personal best. Like, uh, who am I? I'm an, I'm an asshole. You know, I haven't worked out in a week and that's not fair. That's not fair because the reality is they just may have had that amazing 10% workout within their year, you know? Um, and then there's other opportunities where, you know, things are just going to be really shit guys. Like you're not going to want to work out. I mean, I did a workout earlier today. I only got like 65% done. I just didn't have the energy to finish it. Now, would I sit there and be like, oh, give in? No, like, hey, maybe later on in the day, I'll finish up 15 minutes and, and, and finish it up or just leave it for the next day to do. Um, you know, we're, we're all going to have a laundry list of things that we're going to want to take um, to the next life or whatever you believe in. Um, there's going to be a laundry list of things to do. So I think when we realize like, we're always going to want to be better and there's nothing wrong with where we're at, but right. Ultimately we're right where we need to be. You know, everything that we've done in our life has, has led us up to this moment. So if you're not happy with where you're at, you have, you have, you have everything in front of you. You know, you have, you have the time, but it's how you make of your time, right? We hear this all the time, right? You can get money, you can lose money, right? And you can make it back. Um, you know, you can, you can gain your health and you can lose it. You know, um, COVID wasn't fair to me. And I know it wasn't fair to a lot of other people. You know, I, yeah, I definitely slacked. Um, it was hard, to, but hey, it's like, all right, do I, do I want to be where I'm at or I want to get back to where I was? It's like, all right, exactly. let's make this decision. So um, yeah, man, I just think at the end of the day, like if you're not, like you said, if you're in control of something, like take control of it. And you're a human being, you're going to have things get in the way is that there's, but how, how can we control, like, how can we dictate our day? Because honestly, it's what we do day in and day out that's ultimately going to get us to where we want to go. And it's not waiting until June or July to do it or waiting after a birthday party or, you know, your, your sister or your brother's wedding to, to get going. Um, 
like you have to build the life you want within today. Right. And like you said, like getting 1% better each and every day. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think when you look back, you're like, holy smokes, like I've accomplished a lot this year and it hasn't felt like much. That's when, you know, I think you're, you're on the other side of it. Um, but it, but it just takes time man. like be patient with yourself and you've been inundated by so many different things. And not to say that these companies are bad or not, but they have to make profit. So they're going to show you things that are kind of feel like quick fixy. Um, but the reality is, is what, what happens after these programs, right? Mm-hmm. What happens after? And that's when you ask yourself that, that's when you realize, you know what, maybe this isn't the right fit for me. You know, something that me and Chase are doing, we're not going to give you a quick fix. You know, we're probably going to do it much slower. And I can only speak for myself. It's going to happen much slower. I tell people right off the bat, first six to eight weeks, nothing's probably going to happen. And, but nothing's going to happen on the level that you want it to happen. You know, things will happen. Of course, you may lose weight, but you're trying to rectify some, some, some bad habits. You know, if we got to fix this, it's going to take some time. So I tell people up front, like, Hey, if you don't have patience within the first six to eight weeks, you know, this may not be for you. And I get it. I'm going to be there to support you. You know, when you think you're going nuts, because yep. you, you made six and eight weeks, six, eight weeks, that's a long time. But if we're trying to create sustainability, of course, me and Chase could get you to lose 10, 15 pounds in four weeks. But you know what? A lot of other things are unfortunately going to go the other way. And that's what we're obviously not trying to uh, <laughs> do with, with, you, with you guys. So um, I think just be open, open-minded that they're there has to be a better way, right? You're, you're searching for that. This is annoying, but maybe you're just going at it too fast. And yep. usually when you're going so fast that you can't concentrate on what else is going around, I, it's, I, it's going to be hard to stick with. So um, be compassionate with yourself, guys, like, and just find your flow where you can get in the zone that this feels a part of your day and you're just creating that, that lifestyle, right? Love that. Dude, that, that was incredible. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And, you know, I always in the, I always in the show with like asking my guests, like, you know, like what are like two pieces of advice that like you can give to anyone who, you know, is just starting out their weight loss journey. And I mean, I know you've already covered a ton of tactical information that a lot of people will be able to use. Um, but is there anything else you want to add to that as far as just like, you know, if someone's wanting to try and get started today, what would you recommend? Um, first and foremost, don't be afraid to mess this up because if you don't mess up, then you don't know if it's going to work or not. If you always do some things in your life and it's always successful, like we're never going to learn, we're never going to get better. And I've learned that the most successful people in in any realm, whatever it is, fitness, finance, they have probably made the most mistakes out of any of us. You know, Mm -hmm. you think about the people who are, uh, say, high level athletes, um, such as Tom Brady. Everyone knows Tom Brady is like a Derek Jeter. And, you know, what's been able to get that man to play quarterback for 44 years of age is his, his relentless to get better, even when he's made mistakes. Um, because believe it or not, I think he was like the last draft pick in the draft. So like no one even thought that, you know, he wasn't like a, uh, he didn't have this talent, you know, some people think mm-hmm. like, Oh, this person has their genes and this and yeah. that, you know, it's a gift, you know, uh, it's not fair. And yeah, I mean, yeah, people are, are born with different things and I can understand that. Like, I wish I was six foot two, I'm five, eight on a good day, you know, like, <laughs> like, you know, it is what it is. You got to take your cards, you're yeah. dealt, but like, what can I build off of what I've been given? And, 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 and yeah, 
guys, don't be afraid to make the mistake because if you don't, it's going to be hard to grow and learn. Um, and then the second thing from there is like, don't be afraid to take action though. Like keep applying it, keep doing it. Like it, it just, you deserve it. You know, don't give in on yourself. Um, you deserve the life you want to live. Don't let anyone else dictate that because at the end of the day, right, as much as it's nice to have a partner and someone who loves and care about you, family, we all wake up with ourselves and we go to bed with ourselves and no one can control what's going on up here besides us. Um, yep. So again, be, 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 be compassionate with yourself, you know, show yourself some more, uh, you know, self-love. And, and sometimes guys, the only people that can talk good about us is ourselves. So yeah. uh, put yourself first. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's all I can, that's, that's what I can give, I guess. Man, that, that, this has been great. You've shared a ton of information. I really, I know a lot of this, my, you know, a lot of my listeners will be able to take a lot of away from this podcast. So thank you so much for everything you shared today. It was great having you on the show. Yeah, no, just grateful to be here guys. And, and just wishing you all the best into 2022. You deserve it. Go after it. That's right. Mike, where can people reach out to you and find you if they want to connect with you? Um, so, you know, don't have a, a crazy website or anything, not, not anything as, as beautiful as Chase's. Um, but you, oh, you can find me on, on Instagram at Mike Dewar Fitness. Uh, that's D-E-W-A-R, like the scotch for any of you uh, whiskey drinkers out there. I think it's whiskey. Um, I, <laughs> I haven't drank that stuff in years. And then you can just find me on, on Facebook, um, Mike Dewar, and, uh, you know, send a friend request. And I have a, a free Facebook group. It's just called Health Reset. Um, and then, you know, if you're interested in learning more, I always book like clarity calls just to like learn people's like where they're at and like if and how I can just help just get them on like the best track possible, even if it's not with me, um, because I'm reasonable, I can't work with everyone and I stay within my lane. So, um, but I can help you get some next steps. So yeah, that's where you can find me, Facebook and Instagram. Love it. And guys, I'll put all of that in the show notes so you can go find him. Mike, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really great. Um, really love chatting with you today. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks guys. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.